The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Hi, Scout. Hi, babe. Did you make that meme that I saw on Instagram? No. That little Do you thing? think I did that? Who did it? You, you posted think I it. have? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, guys, we're talking about our latest post. You think I? I was like, who did that? That's By the so way, our smart. Zoom just crashed, and oh it took us <laughs> so long. Thank you. Don't pop it out. You I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um, Danielle's making me wear these headphones where I feel like Britney Spears. Poor Britney Spears. We I'm are Britney Spears. To, you can hear no, yourself when you're like. No, I'm Christina Aguilera and you oh, are Britney Spears. Great. Like, look at this fucking hair. Pretty I am. Much. I'm like dirty. <laughs> and you're like, hit me baby one more time. I feel so bad for Britney. It's like fucking breaking my heart. Yeah. The yeah. business just fucking destroyed her. We're trying to think when, when, when did it all go downhill? Like, what is it? Like what happened? What do you mean? What happened? Like she when was, was the point? The business well, of course, as a young but there's age and of like course. completely like. I mean, we were as well, just not the music industry. Of course. Like, could you imagine? I mean, do you remember a moment aside from her? Like I can't, I can't, I just can't imagine having people around me all the time attacking me and not having any space to breathe or to do anything. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah. Know. Fucking kill. It was, yeah. It's killing me. I think the way that she's, you know, uh, well. The thing is, it seems to me like Britney is still completely a child. Yeah, of Because course. she did not get that. Yeah. You know? Of course. So she's just like, I just feel she's so stuck. bad. Like, you know, now she's not. By herself? Yeah. I just don't want this fuckhead, whatever his name is, to go after her. You know what I mean? Like, like okay, oh. so you got married, didn't work out. You knew what you were signing up for. Yeah. So now what? Like, I hope you don't get anything. You walk away and you wish her well with lots of love and light and move on. Don't try to go after her for something. But are we surprised? Of course not. Are we surprised? No. I know. That's so sad, but though. She's got, she's got a massive fucking following of support. Yeah. And I feel like if anyone came after her in that sense, you know, he better get ready to rumble. Because <laughs> she's got so many people, you know, like, yeah. you know backing her. Yeah. Um, but circling back to the photo, yeah. I did not make that. But I am so touched that you thought I was that artistic <laughs> to make that. No, a fan sent that to us like a while ago. Oh, God. I love so how. So cool. I, like in that picture, you were so gorgeous. And I, I definitely am like, like, I look really cute. But I I like have what? like a toughness in there. I was like, this is us. <laughs> like for sure. hundred percent. When I was looking at that photo, I was like, I, I was like, this is great. <laughs> I was like, damn, how does she do that? <laughs> okay, guys, I'm not going to waste any more time because I'm fucking stoked because we have a guest here. Um, spirit medium Tiffany Rice. Hi, Tiffany. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hey, girls. How you doing? <laughs> We're good. How are you doing? Thank you so much for, for waking um, up early and joining us. Yeah, and and bearing oh. with us during our technology um, <laughs> imbalance. So Mercury's in retrograde right now. Is that what's happening? Yes. Yes. Until September fifteenth. So we have weeks of technology bloopers and. You know, it's a good time. Well, it's not the greatest time to sign contracts or buy any big purchases or anything like that. It's a great time to sit back and just kind of 
back and chill a little bit before oh. making big major decisions. So Scout yeah. should not buy a ten thousand dollar wedding Bro, dress I'm after chilling. she already I'm bought not. a thirty five hundred dollar wedding dress. Twenty five hundred. And then how much is your your serum your rehearsal your whatever the next what? outfit? What's thirty three thousand right now? Thirty three thousand. Is that like a combination of your wedding dress and like a deposit? She's getting thirty three thousand in her brain. Ten, ten. I gotta do math. Now you're making me do math. <laughs> Should I get you a pad and paper? Um, it's probably all the dresses, con- like the the three that I'm looking at right now, probably equal up to thirty three thousand. I don't know. Well, what did you pay for your venue? Oh shit, ton. <laughs> Was it more than twenty five? It's fifteen. So that's not a shit ton. So do your math. So t- fifteen. Yeah, but the whole plus wedding plus ten itself is, is twenty five is a little bit more massive. God, if it was just thirty three, can I you wish. imagine? I'm thinking like with a wet like wedding dress and like other accessories. Oh, uh, maybe thirty three hundred. Thirty three hundred. Okay. Yeah, because that's the dress that's like the backup. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's the dress that's the backup right. for me. It's thirty three hundred. Because <laughs> I was saying like thirty three, and I'm like, I know it's not thirty three dollars. So oh yeah, sometimes. Uh, shown certain things it's either like 33,000 3300 are you trying to tell me to go with that dress I think you're gonna be happier with that dress really that's funny I think that might be your favorite because it's edgier it's beautiful and it's affordable and you're gonna wear it for 60 minutes then it's gonna sit in the box in your attic like mine oh she knows yeah bitch I'm gonna wear that all the time what are you talking about Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm going to show up to the con. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. I just tried on my rehearsal dress. I didn't hear you. What did you say? I think the backup dress fits you better than the dress that you have. And that's why you haven't taken action on that more expensive dress. So Yeah. It's so crazy. (laughs) I don't know what happened. I like, for some reason, I was like, I want to be Cinderella. I, I, I'm shorty. I don't have. I don't have the body to be. You could Cinderella. be Cinderella. You just don't need to dress like Cinderella. Exactly. You're still going to be the belle of the ball. What you're going to exude is Cinderella vibes. Yeah. So it doesn't wear a trash bag. You're still going to be gorgeous. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I walked down the aisle. Okay. So enough about us. We want to know about you. I want to know like everything. When did this start? How did this start? Did you get this as a child? Like, what what, what happened here? Well, I always had a sense of knowing, right? Like, even growing up, I was more prone to going to play with a Ouija board or going to get my cards read instead of going to parties in the woods growing up, right? And then I can remember in high school vividly having conversations with people and actually seeing in my mind's eye just people behind them. And certain things, I thought, okay, Tip, I have a bad case of ADD, like just focus, listen to what they're saying. But but ultimately, it wasn't until later on in my life, after I became a Reiki master teacher, I ended up taking a class, becoming a medium. And when I took that class, that's when I was able to really put the puzzle pieces together. And wow. what I was thinking that I had just like an ADD situation, but I was actually connecting to spirit, but I had no idea. So when I took the class, it was a, I was able to learn the tools to really understand and hone in on my ability. So even premonitions, I would have premonitions as if I can remember going to a baseball game and thinking, looking at the 
the baseball player and I'm like, he's going to get a home run and he'd hit a home run. So like I would have, I would just naturally be honed in, but I just thought that was everybody. I didn't realize not everybody was as honed in. Like we're all intuitive to a certain degree. We mm -hmm. all can listen to feeling, but some of us are just tuned in differently. And I just had a higher connection to that. So I've been doing, being a spirit medium, I've been being a spirit medium full time for over 10 years now. Because oh. it got to the point where I had to quit my job and do it. Wow. Is it, what, what were you doing well, first? What were you doing before? I was, um, I worked for an H, HVAC company, HVAC. Okay. And contracts. Okay. And yeah. So I, I was doing that and I ended up getting laid off. And at the same time, I was going through a divorce. And so I had lost the marriage. I lost my job of nine oh. years. I lost my, um, the house was my ex-husband. So I gave, like, I just literally gave it to him. I walked oh. away. And so I was going through a huge life change. At that time, I was already a Reiki master. I was already taking classes on meditation and just learning more about energy. And so when I had lost everything, I had a choice. And I said, okay, am I going to sink or swim? What am I going to do? Mm -hmm. And I knew, I chose to swim. And I chose to, I didn't know what I was going to do career-wise, but I knew whatever it was going to be, I was going to be happy. And so I knew the only thing at that time in my life that made me truly happy was doing readings. So at the time, I wasn't able to just do readings full time. So I had to get a part time job. Mm -hmm. Now I had to pay rent at a new location, yeah. new home. You know, I, I had to kind of build myself back up. I I'm very pro therapy. So I ended up going to therapy, which I highly recommend because it yeah. helps you. Oh, we talk about you that know? all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pro therapy. Like even if you don't have something traumatic, like a divorce or anything, just like being able to talk to a professional trained individual mm -hmm. is so beneficial. So I was really just kind of getting everything together. And um, I, I was nervous to go full time. And what had happened was I was working the part-time job, not making hardly any money, but mm. still just to afford my place that I was living. And I remember I went to a Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know if you guys have a Dunkin' Donuts yeah. around you. <laughs> we know Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> we travel all the time. She's in Boston, right? Yeah. I went to a Dunkin' Donuts and I got a coffee and it was like, whatever, $2.50. I gave them my debit card and it got declined. Okay. And it was an accident. And I'm like, this is a low point for me, isn't it? Like, <laughs> as if I didn't go through enough. But I decided, I'm like, all right, it's time to take the reins and really start to do my mediumship full time. So I did. And um, so I started then. I started to just do house parties, private readings. I did a lot of events at Lizzie Borden's in mm -hmm. Fall River, Massachusetts. I would do a lot of Comic Cons as a spirit medium, which I am. And um, now did somebody I do bring you into that or did you were you just were you going like how does someone that has this ability how are they able to create their career out of it would you did you like contact promoters at shows and say this is what I am I would like to have a table like how do you really get your name out there and start this business referrals 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 and so by referrals um, I was asked to go on a radio show and it was a paranormal based radio show. And through that radio show was how I met certain promoters. So I started to be a guest appearance, do a guest appearance, certain Comic-Cons. And then I created my own cable access show called Spirit Connections with Tiffany Rice. Oh. And I ran three years. Good. And oh, my God. Yeah. 
How amazing. <laughs> I want to know two things. Is is it is it overwhelming to you? To I mean, because I'm assuming, like, does it does it work with like when you're by yourself? Like, do you get like constant like chaos? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, so I'm really good at setting boundaries. Okay, so. I, I've learned that I had to set boundaries, but I get that question a lot because so many people that are highly intuitive as well will come back and say, like, I can't sleep at night. I keep on hearing voices and they want to talk to me. And I always say to them, oh, picture this. If somebody was physically in your room, like poking you on your shoulder, being like, hey, hey, let's talk. Would you give them the time of day or would you say, hey, let me sleep and I'll talk to you in the morning. Right. Yeah. You have to setting your boundaries. So energetically, you set your boundaries. And physically, you set your boundaries. So I'm, I'm really good at setting boundaries. Although, if I'm doing like a two-hour-long gallery reading with 100 to 200 people in a room, at the end, my energy is completely depleted and I'm ravenous. Anything that I can get my hands on. Or if I'm doing an event at the Conjuring House, um, that there's just a lot of activity at that location. So sometimes I'll get drained because I, I spend a lot of time there. Is there more energy in a place that has had something traumatic happen or something positive? Like I've lived in homes that have had people pass and I've, I've, you know, I've not had anything negative happen. And then, you know, I've walked into, I've switched hotel rooms sometimes because I've had nightmares uh, and I'm like, whoa, something's bad has happened here or the energy they've brought in or something is not right. Like looking at homes or I don't know if you feel this way, scout apartments or whatever. When I was renting, I'd walk in and take a look and I'd be like, nope. Nope, nope. And it could be gorgeous and beautiful. And then you're like, I don't know why this feels weird to me. Is that just energy of people's complex lives and maybe shit that's happened there? Like I know I was looking at a house where a woman like needed to quick sell because she was getting divorced. And it was like a bit, you know, it was like there was a lot of stuff going on between her and her husband. I was like, I don't want any part of that. Yeah. I don't want to invest in any part of that energy (laughs) that you leave behind. It's weird. Right. My new house that I live in, it's the first time I've lived in a brand new built house. I'm the first one to live there. And mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like anything, but I'm slowly creating the stuff. Like my other house, like the one I'm in Simi Scout, it felt like a family to me. Like it felt so good in that house because there had been lots of people around for 20 years and kids but and also family. There and, was yeah. A, a well, let's see. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I wonder if, is there, is there a difference in what spirit comes through? Right. And as, as far as you go, you're a natural empath anyways. So it's easy for you to pick up on energy. It's easy for you to feel things. Whereas somebody else that you might know is completely shut off. So they may not feel anything. Um, but I do find that if you are truly connected to that spiritual sense and you have your sixth sense open, your third eye chakra open, that you will pick up on more. As far as if it's something that's traumatic that happens in the house, um, I know when I've gone to Lizzie Borden's house, if, I don't know if you guys are familiar with her story, Mm-mm. but there was a, she allegedly used an ax to kill her father and her stepmother in the house. Mm-hmm. So whenever I go into her father's room, I get a really heavy sense of energy it's almost it's almost hard to breathe in that just in that room but the other areas actually the areas where the murders took place i'm okay with Hmm. and i think it's because i'm hypersensitive to that energy so danielle you might be because you're a natural empath you might be picking up on those certain vibrations of Hmm. of like if there was a traumatic experience you 
right. you may be picking up on that type of um, vibration. But there are things that you can do to clear the air too. I always sage. I'm sure you guys heard yeah. of saging. Yeah. Oh yeah, we sage. Do that every time I go home. Yeah. yeah. But sage every area. Like I'm talking open drawers, yeah. open oh. cabinets. Yeah, because a lot of times people will just do this. Oh yeah. And Wait, what are you doing there? What's that? So, so you really want to go through every room of the house, open every door, open every cabinet, and um, allow that to dissipate. Dissipate? Did I say that right? Dissipate. Dissipate. dissipate thank you. Because yeah. um, that really helps. And of course, you can have some crystals that help too, like black tourmaline. I always carry black tourmaline when I go to the conjuring house. Girl, you should see our our homes. We have so yeah. many fucking crystals between her <laughs> I and I. Know, we can open up a store. I, I, it's, it's, you're not getting what you need from them yeah i'm not it's so mm. weird like i've okay. been certain like i grew up in a mortuary so i oh, i guess maybe but like when i was younger like my dad you know like has stories but when i'm when i go somewhere i have a lot of hard time with like something keeping me awake and mm. bothering me like in a sense that it's it's not it's not fun. Like, it's not nice. All the time? Uh, like, more times than, like, like a, like a lot of times for me. Hmm. Like, it's just not, it's not, a ni- it's not nice. And maybe it's just the place that I'm at, or maybe it's m- me reading it wrong, mm. but it's just, it's like, it's like wanting to, like, something's wanting to keep me awake and, like, keep me up and, like, it's so, it's, it's just a weird energy I get sometimes. Well, they a lot of times between the the hours of three a.m. and four a.m. is Which the thinnest bit spirit. So when we talked about boundaries a couple minutes ago, I would recommend you really start setting boundaries before you go to sleep at night. Okay, mm. I just like You're, light fucking candles yeah. that they tell me to buy to help me. <laughs> it's all the power is all within you. You don't okay. have to. Okay, I mean like sage, but sage is about five dollars. Um, however, honestly. The power resides in you. So all you have to do is literally put that energy out there. Like, listen, I'm open to talking tomorrow morning when I'm awake. Mm. I need my. Have yeah. you ever had um, like something feel like it's completely like on top of you, like holding you down? <laughs> no, um, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I personally have not had any feeling where um, I've felt like I was being attacked in any way but I will tell you when I go into any location especially anything that has a traumatic experience like I've been to Waverly Hills Sanitarium Eastern State all these locations I make sure I put my boundaries up and my walls are solid and I walk in there as a like warrior of energy yeah that I have to view it like I'm not allowing anything in so um because even when I started doing events at the Conjuring House, I would bring my friends and they were like loaded up, like packing crystals in their bra. And yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love it. Crosses for earrings. I'm like, all right, this is a little dramatic here. Yeah. But, but ultimately, I'm like, no, it's, the power resides in you. So as long as you're super confident, some people can surround themselves, visualize a white light around them for protection. Mm. Their loved one's spirit. Archangel Michael is always really good. Whatever you put that energy towards whatever your belief system is of you whatever you give power it will give you power back if that makes sense how how do you not get affected by 
the like from from what you hear from the other side like how do you like and and giving people readings I mean that would like that's why I was like I can't run a mortuary I was like there's no way I was like I can't handle the sadness with with people like, I'm just like an emotional person so I'm just like how do you how do you handle that or like I mean I, I was I was watching a video of yours and you literally had you you literally help someone like solve a murder <laughs> yeah. like, how are you just like yep yeah, okay <laughs> I'm just like I would be I would be like, okay, I need to look at this case. I need to figure this mm -hmm. out. Like I would become too attached. It's, it's very difficult because you do want to help as many people as you can, especially if it's a missing person case, which I've done missing animal cases, which I've done murder cases. Um, and I, believe me, I have my moments of just total like decompression where I'm crying and I'm emotional and I don't know where my emotions are coming from but I truly feel like it's because I'm constantly in that zone of helping people. And I see things like as far as passings go, sometimes I can see how people pass. Oh, so it, it, you know, we talk boundaries, but I am human too. So that energy does affect me. And if I really take a moment to think of the, what I see and the information that I give out, it, it affects me emotion wise. You know, I have a good thing. And uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, do you have like yeah. five on standby just in case? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know why I'm crying. And she's like, oh, it was suicide that you you helped oh, someone with? God. Um, but, um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like interesting because it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to my dad and my dad, you know, mortician in a corner. And, you know, he's just talking to me about cases and it's just like nonchalant. I'm like, how, <laughs> how do you not like, hold any of that like that's right. like that is a superpower to me to be able to be able to help people in such like a like emotional setting I think is like such a powerful strength to be I'm able sure to some people um well I'm sure some cases affected your dad more than others oh yeah children and stuff like oh, yeah. that probably 100 percent it's like watching the cops when we watch our like true crime shows and it's like you know there's always like some big burly detective that breaks down on prime time or dateline yeah. or whatever and it's like talking about a child that they found or something that was horrific yeah that they just can't get out of their head is there any case that sticks with you or case <laughs> case from my dad's brain um is there any like um reading that you you did that just like sticks with you like like that's like yeah yeah, yeah. Had a so I'm Boston based mm -hmm. and family from Maine traveled to come see me and there was 10 of them and her son was 13 passed away from a brain aneurysm so I was able to bring him through so when but just so we're clear when people make appointments for readings I don't have any information or anything so all I know is that there's 10 people that are going to come and see me so um I brought through her son and I brought through how I'm like, you keep showing me the Beatles. Like I can hear the Beatles. And she was so excited because she was like, he loved music. He played the drums. So they played on the roof of their school like the Beatles did. Aww. I guess the Beatles played on the roof somewhere. Okay. And so I so he showed her that. And then he showed me um, Husky. Like I was seeing Huskies. And she's like, that's their um, the sports team were the Huskies. They were called the Huskies. So mm. he was showing all this amazing validation of letting her know that he was right here with her and with the rest of his family and so it was so heartfelt and then a little while later she contacted me and she said tiff um we 
we are invited to meet Nolan's organ recipients. And I want you to be there with me. Mm. Oh. I want to I want to know that Nolan is here in spirit with us as I meet the recipients. Mm. Um I well I cry there wasn't a dry eye in the room and um so I went and I was with her and her husband and I met all of his organ recipients with them. Whoa. And there's a couple that couldn't make it because they were having health issues. Mm-hmm. But um, the ones that we did meet, it was it was just such a beautiful reunion for her to be able to connect in that physical form with her son. And then she used me as someone to connect with him spiritually to let her know that everything was going to be okay and how many lives he saved. Wow. And, you know, there's, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. There's also another case in my readings, because I'm also very intuitive, so I can pick up on the living as well. A mother came to me. She had a child. Um, he was eight, nine, nine, excuse me. He was nine years old, and he um, had a terminal illness. And so she came to me, which I didn't know that. So she comes to me for a reading, and, and I start connecting. He was nonverbal. So I started connecting to him. And uh, so I was saying, because they had a make a wish birthday party set up. So I brought that up. I'm like, he's so excited. He shows me the number 10. And she said, yes, that's that's how old he's going to be. And I'm like, are you throwing him a big party? Because I see like a big party with um, tie dye t-shirts and I'm seeing yellow, orange and, and green. And she's like, oh my gosh. And and because that was the theme was the tie dye t-shirts. And I said, and he really wants to make sure he wears his Nike sneakers. Mm-hmm. And she goes, so much because she goes, I just want the other kids to view him as a normal kid. So I buy him the same type of clothes that the other kids his age would wear. And so we started getting all this information as we're doing this at the same time, his nurse at home starts texting her and she's saying her son was even though, so he was nonverbal. And at this point he was on machines. Um, So he there was tears in his eyes. He started, he was crying. So, and I have chills even saying this. So basically I was connecting with him, even though he was still here. <laughs> wow. And like his heart rate picked up and he was crying on the other end. And so it was like this huge, amazing connection. And so for her being a mom, just wanting to make sure her son has the best life at the quality of life that he had it was a huge validation because not only was I giving accurate information, but even her son was reacting to the communication from having the tears and having, yeah, it was was something just so beautiful. Oh man. That That must've been so powerful. (laughs) That must've been, been it's how, I mean, an hour session with you is like better for them as far as healing than like, months of therapy yeah right and a lot of people say that and um and it's not just kids i bring through this adults i bring through this you know i i always say i want to just be able to to help provide messages and validations of letting you know that we're never truly alone mm. and i know i talk a lot about the paranormal stuff because i love the paranormal stuff too mm-hmm. that's the fun right yeah but bigger picture of it all is to be able to be an assistant and helping it's just another healing modality you know like obviously if you're going through grief 
I highly recommend going to a therapist. Yeah, I highly course. recommend resources in your community. I'm just a different avenue of a different healing modality. And yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Now, how do they, how, how do you see, how do you see this? Um, like, how does this all come through to you? Cause I, I, I you know, I've, I've watched a few mediums. Like what's, uh, who, t- what's the guy that we're, we really, <laughs> we were wanting to go to his show. Oh, um, Tyler Henry. Tyler Henry. Tyler Henry. You know, and it's like, you know, we watch different things and, and everybody explains how it comes to them differently. So I'm just curious, yeah. like, how do you see it? So a lot of times I'll see it in my mind. So say if I said, okay, like right now, picture your house, right? And picture what side the driveway's on, what color are the shutters. Like right now, you're thinking of your house. You're thinking of everything that I'm asking you to think of, right? But how you see it is a memory, yeah. right? You can see the picture in your mind. So that's how I see it, but it's not my memory. Mm. So whatever, and, and that brings me into, you know, when I give a message, I always say it's the information that you need to hear, mm-hmm. not necessarily information that you want to hear. Like I have given such profound, inf- like there was this one reading I did where I said, your mom's with you and she's helping you going through your cancer battle. And she showed like, and I was like, this is the second time around. This is the blanket. This is like just giving her validation. And she said, okay, well, I'll believe you only if you tell me what my nickname was. Mm. And I'm, your mom doesn't care about the nickname right now. Like you, you're going through cancer, you know, yeah. and, and your mom brought that up. Your mom, yeah. you know, so sometimes we, we have to remember that it's a conversation mm-hmm. just like I'm with you girls. Like I could be asking you guys questions and if it's not exactly what I want to hear, I can't say, mm-hmm. okay, well you should say this, you know, yeah, like right. I listen to whatever it is that you guys want to say back to me. And that's how it is when connecting with spirit. What sign are you? Aries. Aries double Virgo. Aries. Wow. When's your birthday? March 23rd. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Why? Why do you ask? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, just curious. (laughs) Gemini over here. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's probably why I asked because I'm a Gemini. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure you have like so many people when you are doing these things. I don't know if it's like like described as like non-believers or or what people that come in that are like okay whatever like I'm just gonna come in and see what see what happens and then you probably by the end of it if you are able to read you know bring them a message I'm sure they're just you know they walk out with like a different feeling yeah in most cases like if, if someone's buying a ticket to my show right there's a chance that they are believers yeah but sometimes they drag their husband yeah. and they're like no and I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so Danielle has done this before, and I've never. So she wants to go first. No, no, but I was just like, I no, it's just like, <laughs> like I just, I don't know. I've always been so nervous about talking to a spirit medium. I think I've done it twice, actually. Really, you've done it twice? Mm-hmm. Why? Why was I so? I like, I don't know. I just like, I don't know. It's so. Well, like, my palms are sweating. It's because it's fucking hot in well, here. I, well, do your research, right? Like, mm-hmm. do your research. Like, do does the person that's going to give you a reading, do they have a website? Do they have a social media platform? Do they have reviews? You know, like, there's so many people that just pop up. They're like a dime a dozen now. Yeah. You know, if you really are look, if you're like, oh, I'm just curious what's happening, like, then maybe that's 
you can pick whoever, but if you're like, I really want to hear from someone, really want to see if there's going to be a connection, then do your research on on a medium that is highly accredited in a in you know with what you're looking for. That's that's one recommendation. Is so it's just like is a spirit medium is 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 it really clicky? <laughs> like all, all all the spirit mediums? <laughs> like I just wonder. Like they're like, oh, <laughs> Tiffany, she's not even real. Like or, or something. I don't know. <laughs> like how we judge like, other actresses. Yeah, like you know. Like why is she on a yeah. show? She sucks. <laughs> She's only yeah. on that show because she's pretty and has big tits. Oh, my God, right? Daniel. That's what I think sometimes. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, when you look at mediums on TV, and you guys are familiar with TV, but when you yeah. deal with reality, it's always producer-based TV, right? Yeah. So, like, I, so many times I've talked to producers, and they're like, all right, so tell me a little bit about this. And I'm like, oh, and I'm very, I'm a realist, so I'm like, yeah, so, you know, I went into the Conjuring house, and then this happened, and I heard the ghost cat, and I heard, like, the lights were flickering, but and they're like, "Okay, so like, were you like blown back with excitement?" And I'm like, "No, yeah, <laughs> for TV purposes." So like, when you see people on TV, sometimes you might see it to be a little bit more theatrical than what it actually is. Right, right, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I feel like there should be a show with all of like a, f- a few different like spirit mediums, like a, like a reality show, like oh, something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, like, God. like like spirit medium in a house. In, like, big brother yeah. like big like brother big brother like something i don't know i feel i don't know <laughs> i think it would be right. awesome but yeah, i wonder so, if like so- this is like it's only your platform like as a spirit medium it's like i don't want to be with other ones i want to like me <laughs> i don't know I, I mean, <laughs> you're like yeah i i'm friends with a couple other spirit mediums because where i grew up um i have my mentor and then she has a couple nieces so I'm friendly with those girls. And then there's a, another medium um, that I'm really good friends with. And sometimes her and I will do shows together. Oh, okay. You know, cool. very open. Everybody is so, it's not a competition. And when we do our mediumship, we, you have to take your ego out, you know, because even though I'm giving you the information, I can't control it because I don't know your life. I don't know. So it'd be silly if I was to like control the information I just kind of like splurted out so like one reading I was giving it was when I first started I was bringing someone's grandmother through and I kept on during the reading I kept smelling brownies in my mind and I'm like okay, focus to another ADD issue because I'm like I'm starving and now maybe I'm just craving brownies and so I, I never said anything mm-hmm. and the reading she said i'm so surprised she never brought up her brownies that's what she was known for and i'm like oh my gosh wow. yes. yeah oh, but it was crazy. like little too late. i'm like no i swear she was saying it <laughs> but if i had just taken my ego out of it and right. said oh my god brownies for some reason that would have been a huge validation mm. you know but you live and learn you have to learn yeah. it's an interview process when you're connecting with spirit so. Is it frustrating when someone's like not getting what you're saying? That happens a lot. Yeah. And that's like psychic amnesia. Cause I'll say something mm. or where I'm like, Oh, I'm getting the name Robert. And they're like, no, no, no. And I'm like, all right, just hold on to it. Write it down. And then 24 hours later, they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so silly. Robert's my dad's name. I forgot about it. Oh, and I'm God. like, what? Man. that was kind of a big one. You know, that's a big, have you, it, it have you picked up on anything since we've started our um, our podcast with you? Has anything popped into your brain or image that you haven't said to us yet? I do. Yeah, I do have. I have my feelers out. <laughs> uh, 
Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So do you want me to tell you what I'm seeing? If, 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 if it's presenting itself to you, Scout's like, okay. oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, freak it out. Paper, <laughs> write it down. Um, we've got our I, phones. Yes. Um, also, what I'll tell you too is um, when I start connecting, uh, even though I'll focus in on one of you at a time, it might cross connect. Yeah, okay. sure. Okay. Keep that in mind. So I might be like, all right, Scout, this is for you, blah, blah, blah. And Danielle, you could be like, actually, mm, it's I think for that's me. Got it. Yeah. So just be open to it. All right, so um, Scout, I actually get a strong female energy coming through for you, mm-hmm. all right? So she's like, hello, hello. Like She's so, so, so happy. And um, she has this huge smile on her face, and she's showing me a blue dress. She's acknowledging a blue dress, so I don't know if you have a picture of her in a blue dress. This female that comes through comes through as a grandmother energy, okay, or someone that is like a grandmother energy. And uh-huh. I feel like more over on mom's side, okay? Okay. So it's older female over on mom's side all right and um she's also showing me two months i'm getting the month of february and i'm also getting the month of may to be significant so when i start to get months it could be a birthday anniversary or maybe when someone's passed okay okay, okay. Uh-huh. all right and um i know we were we were talking about the three dresses but she's also acknowledging the number three to be significant for you i feel like that could be your number where you always see like it's like a three 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 you know um but telling me right now you have three opportunities work-wise and it's like there's two solids and one that you're on the fence on okay so it's either i feel like it's like two signed contracts Mm -hmm. and then you're just kind of waiting to hear back from okay yeah (laughs) some stuff is up in the air right now (laughs) yes yeah like what we do um but she's also showing me too. She has a dog with her. A dog. So shows me that she has a dog with her. So I don't know if it's a dog of yours from childhood, but okay. that's what she she's acknowledging that she has. Okay. 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 And and this is a grandma figure. It's an older woman, so I automatically went towards like oh, a grandma. Okay. Okay. Um, my my my. I'm wondering if it's my mother. Cause she is older. Okay. <laughs> She's passed. Older. Yeah. She passed. Yeah. Okay. And, um, yeah. Cause she, and that's why I'm like, was, a, um, and, and three in March. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's why she's like three, three, three. And she goes, I know you're going to look beautiful. I know you're going to look beautiful. And she <laughs> says, for giving me my voice because you've just started to really focus in on dealing with the grief of her passing. And I think it's because, I've been triggered because getting ready for the wedding and getting everything situated. And it's like, I want you here. She goes, I'm helping connecting our relationship. Mm-hmm. She says, I feel like we got robbed from a relationship because mm-hmm. she's, she, she was your guiding light. She kept pushing you in the right direction. And for a while you fought her on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Do you understand this? I'm trying to understand that. Um, I wonder if that's, um, yeah, I'm trying to understand that. Huh. There's, there's, it's, it's interesting because I think we, we didn't have a relation, a relationship really, um, growing up. And then right when she was about to pass is when we started getting close. Okay. So I feel like that's why 
when she says like, I'm trying to work on our relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to help that. Yeah. Okay. And um, when I said even like with like pushing you, pushing you, I'm wondering if she meant like she was pushing you away. Yeah. Yeah. She okay. Was, like entirely. That, yeah. Like okay. she was pushing away and she goes, I'm sorry. She goes, I just, I didn't know how to love you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we both and, didn't know how to love each other. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and it's okay to get emotional too, because mm -hmm. we're human feel things, but she just said, she goes, I'm so sorry. I didn't know how to love you. And it, it's funny because as an adult, you start seeing yourself little glimpses of her. Yeah. In you. Mm -hmm. That's and so goes, crazy. I literally just said that yesterday. I was like, this is so nuts. I was like, I'm like, I feel like I'm, I now see my mom inside myself. So I feel like I'm now like seeing her for the first time, which is crazy. Yeah. And she goes, I want you to heal those aspects so you can learn to love me. Mm hmm. Yeah. And she want you to understand I with her, and she's just showing me like I, I don't know if she had certain mental issues. Oh my god. That, <laughs> yeah. And it was it was almost like she she she's saying mentally she was a kid too. Yeah. And she and she said, I'm sorry for being so selfish. I'm just so sorry. And she shows me the number four to be significant. And I feel like this is like an age frame for you. So I don't know if like by the time you were four years old, she wasn't around or was it four months? But um, she keeps No, I think I think um when when I was like four, um, was when her mental um stuff started to like get in heightened and she did a lot of um things. Um yeah in that relationship with my father. And I think that's kind of like where it all started. So just hearing from my father recently as I'm interviewing him right now about a book. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. But this is, this is also, she goes, I didn't mean to show you the toxicity that, that you saw. Mm. And it's now she's talking about you learning how to not be so reactive Mm -hmm. It feels like, yeah, good luck. <laughs> up. But it's learning to like kind of sit back. Is right? that a trait that she gave me? Yes. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Because she, she was a whirlwind. She was a whirlwind. Like she, that's what she shows me. Is like she's like, nope, I'm gonna have it my way, and that's it. And that was like that childlike stage of her, right? Like I see the number seventeen with her, so I feel like it was like she kept on replaying age 17 and she's just saying, she goes, I'm I, and that's why she said I was still a kid. Cause she just reacted as like a younger person that didn't know how to raise herself, let alone a child. Yeah. Yeah. And that line of jealousy mm. you now see as an adult where she didn't mean to have that jealousy around you. But it was almost as if once you showed up, she noticed you got more of the attention. Mm -hmm. And she didn't know how to balance that. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> wow. Interesting. And that goes like where, where, again, as an adult, you kind of see it. 
But as a kid, you're it's your mom. She's not supposed to be jealous of her mm-hmm. or view anything like that. Um, also, Joanne. Joe or Joanne. Joanne. Or Joanne, like Joan. When I hear names, it's as if they drive by me going 100 miles an hour. Oh, wow. Crazy. No, Joanne's yeah. not. <clears throat> no. Okay, just hold on. It's okay, but I kept on hearing it. Okay. Um, Is that for you? No. Hold on to it. Um, and she's, she's showing me a butterfly to be significant. So I feel like that's just a representation of you. Usually when I get butterflies, I'm like, that's a sign. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a sign for her. I think that's a representation of you. Because especially the last two to three years, You've been doing some like deep diving and doing some major healing work on yourself. Yeah. So you've been going through this whole transition mm-hmm. and she, I'm so glad you didn't go down the same road as me because there was a very like thin line of you almost going down her same line mm-hmm. of, you know, situations that she had in about three years ago. So around COVID, oh. you know, yeah, around COVID, a little bit before COVID was when it, like, I, I like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was almost that, like, rock bottom moment where you're like, I don't want to do any of this anymore. I don't want, even, like, yeah, career, you're like, I, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. And she's saying, like, that was when you started that healing. Well, I think that's, like, m- mentally, because um, she, you know, like... <laughs> Bipolar runs in my fucking family with my mother and then my dad has like depression and my sister has bipolar like like mental stuff runs in my family and I always question it like whenever I would get in these like sad bursts I always question I'm like fuck am I bipolar like do I have this like sickness like do no. I, like am I like struggling with this so I always always like you know put it with my mother Mm. (laughs) I'm like oh my god did you like what is this that I have that I'm dealing with that I'm constantly having to like fight and battle but I definitely have like balanced myself out um within the last like few years that's amazing at least not going something's wrong with you (laughs) right that's what she's identifying with that's what she's validating and she's saying like been with you through all of this nice but it's starting to heal that relationship that you had with your mom mm-hmm. and seeing her as mom but seeing her as an individual mm-hmm. and her who who and what she is not so much as that mom that didn't nurture you the way that you deserved because you deserve that unconditional love yeah yeah and I feel like your fiance is a huge teacher in your life to give you that unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And he has patience of a saint. <laughs> Danielle can tell you. Yes, he does. <laughs> Danielle can tell you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I, <laughs> That's so and crazy. So she's coming through with love because we're always connected through infinite love. So she's coming through with love, just letting you know that she's, her big message to you is that she's, she's sorry. She's identifying everything that you have going on, but she's going to be, continuing on with you she's not going to miss a beat but it's really important to help heal that connection and that relationship that you had with her so who's the one with the blue dress and the guiding light is there a grandma maybe 
Yeah, I mean, or do you remember, do you have a picture of your mom in a blue dress? There's something about blue dress. Black and white, what's the picture you have? No, there's 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 a couple pictures, but I don't like no like is that. What is she you? wearing in that photo? She's not wearing a blue dress. Hmm. Um, oh, do you have a shoot coming up where you have to wear a blue dress? Something that I have coming up that I have to wear a blue dress. No. I know. I'm trying so, to figure out what the blue dress. It'll is. probably pop up. Yeah, probably. when you least expect it. <laughs> pocket put it just put it in your pocket I think That's it's what also, I it was also so scary to me is because like my mom and I like you know like I <laughs> we didn't have a relationship until like we both put our walls down and we're like I want to see you and then she got sick and then it was like I don't want to see you because I don't want you to see me like this so we never really got any sort of relationship so I've always been so scared of like doing this because I'm like I don't know much about my mother mm. I just know how I feel and how she felt and like little glimpse that I got here and there and I know that like you know I beat myself that I waited so long to to see her but oh, you had I think it was the same like what she was saying it's like we just didn't know how to love one another we just didn't know how to we right. just mentally just didn't know how to do that and we i think we're both scared i mean and they, i don't know if people give messages back <laughs> is that ever happened here's you she hears you but think about it that way you know like think about it how towards the end of her life here you guys were reconnecting mm -hmm. and learning each other and now that she's passed since we are connected through infinite love she's coming through for you to let you know Listen, I know we still have a lot of work to do. Yeah. I see what you're doing and diving in and doing the, the healing work that you deserve to do. So she's still coming through with love. She's coming through with light. And she's letting you know that she's right here with you. And she's giving you that validation of what you need to hear, which is, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Which is something you haven't gotten in a long time. And she said, I know you also have to heal your relationships working with women <laughs> as well. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Because you were one of those friends growing up where you're like, oh, friend, 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 and then push them away without, like just would abandon relationships with your friends. Well, when they're assholes, right? <laughs> I mean... Oh, of course, who wouldn't? Yeah, yeah. But, I, I but, just like I, I'm. Af I'm afraid of women. I just don't. I don't get women. I think maybe it might be my absent mother of my life. You think? <laughs> yeah. You think? <laughs> I. I mean, this is the closest bitch that I'm related to, like a woman. You're <laughs> like a mom you, too. Of to course. Me. So it's like I'm like. Ugh. They they reflect that femininity. They reflect the nurturing which you never received. Yeah. You never received that. Yeah. So. Instead of you getting rejected or abandoned again, you're going to do it first. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you're going to keep relationships with women at arm's length away and not get too involved or intense. I'm Unless just talking they were mothers. <laughs> then I was like, let's deep dive into need this. Mm. Yeah, because you need it. I had a lot of mommies <laughs> growing up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, man. It's so funny that she like wants to say sorry because that's all I wanted to say. Sorry. And I love that because that's, again, such huge validation. And that's why I say with readings, it's always the information that you need to hear, not necessarily the information that you want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. 
What did you want to apologize to her about? You're waiting so long, you know? But you're a child. You're no, a child. I, I know. I know. But then I wasn't. Yeah. And I, I, I think we were just both scared. And then I realized, like, you know, custody is an expensive thing. My mom wasn't well off. And I think that's, like, the only reason that I wasn't in her life is because she couldn't afford it. <laughs> she just couldn't afford, she just couldn't afford fighting for, for me. But she it was a blessing, right? I to mean, an extent? I mean, yeah, I definitely have, like, a complete, like, I had a completely different life. Right. Like I would have been a completely different person. But it's also still your mother. Of like, course. You know, I, I let a lot of people keep me away from her. Mm-hmm. Because I was afraid of, you know, hurting their feelings or whatever. Right, right, right. So I waited up too long, I think. Got it. We both waited too long. He's showing the number 17 to me. Yeah, I'm trying to figure what that is. Oh, I saw her when I was 17. Okay. Was I wearing, maybe, what was I wearing that day? Overalls? Yeah. What? Being like big, like Jenko overalls or something like that. Oh my God. Yeah. I went, I snuck and I saw her at 17 years old when I thought I was sneaking and I went with my girlfriend to go meet her at a mall just so I could see her. That's so crazy. I think she was wearing a blue dress that day. Stop it. Yeah. Okay. Now. Yeah. Now I remember. They'll paint the picture for me. Yeah. They'll paint the picture for me. Oh, that's so funny. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Stuck in her mind. I went and like saw her at seventeen behind like my parents, ba- like my parents back. <laughs> but I just was like, I lied to them and I went and saw her and hung out with her for a whole afternoon. That's so crazy. Like at the age of fourteen, you tried too. It was like contact. Was the four- yeah, you made the contact at fourteen, and then at it 17. took me a really long time to see her. <laughs> I'm scared. I was so scared. I was so terrified. Were you scared of getting in trouble or were you yeah. scared of what you might, maybe she, or do you probably were too young to even think like, I what if what I, I was, yeah, I think I was scared of like my mom and dad being upset with me that I wanted to see my mom. Right. My stepmom and my dad, you know, <laughs> it's like that fear. Oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. See, isn't it interesting? Like you're more, you have more probably healing done with her in the last 15 minutes than if you were in actual therapy. It's just different, different sort of therapy. Oh yeah. I mean, I went to go see someone that like does like tapping work. Cause I was like, I need to release this. Cause there's so much baggage with my mom. There's so much guilt and baggage that I have with my mother. So this is definitely, thank you so much. <laughs> Got to heal that child, girlfriend. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, my God. Her bringing up my, my women problem. <laughs> <laughs> they just scare me. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, because we're unpredictable sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a boy. No, That's a person-to-person case. It's not women in general. Yeah. I don't want it's to- true. See? Oh man, that's yeah. crazy. We've done a, a, over almost 100 episodes together and we're still friends. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now you're now you're maid of honor. Yeah. I mean, you have, can... you have common interest, but it's also because you guys live in different states. So, <laughs> on, I'm serious. I'm serious because you guys No, she's really... moving to Texas. Don't deter her. <laughs> we'll be just as close and I'm going to help her help her raise the, her babies when she has them. I love it. Oh, yeah. Does my mom say anything about babies? 
<laughs> get the fuck out right now. <laughs> like they better be coming at the same time. <laughs> I see. You know, unless if you're an animal person, maybe it's two animals. No, okay. but um, I see. I see two. Wow. So. Oh my god. Oh, have to... That's okay. Thank you. That was so awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Danielle, I get a female with you too, but I also get a strong male. Mm-hmm. That's like through together. So I'm just, I got to pick which one. Um, I'll go with the male first, but watch it be the female talking. So, um, so the male that comes through, he's like, hey, hey, what's going on? Like he has like a big personality. Mm-hmm. All right. And I see like he was someone that like you've learned from. He's like a mentor to you. He could very well be a father figure as well. But he's someone that's like heavily in your life. I also see the month of January to be significant. So January could be a birthday, anniversary, mm-hmm. maybe when someone's all right. Um, but it's like he's taking you under his wing and he's protecting you. I want you to pay attention to Hawks because I feel like that's mm. his sign. Hawk. Okay. Okay. Um and I just, this is weird. I just heard the name Gary. Hmm. Either like Gary or Jerry, like a that type of name. So just hold on to that. Put that in your back pocket if okay. it doesn't make sense. May, I don't think it's his name, but I just heard the name. So I just want to acknowledge it. Okay. Okay. And um, do you understand him being on the younger side and he passed suddenly? Yes. Okay. I mean, I'm okay. trying. It's, it's between a couple different guys, so I'm trying to figure out which okay. one it is. <laughs> they could easily be coming through all together. Oh shit! Probably. Yes, that's what happens, and I'm like, <laughs> like me standing in New York City. I like how my um, mom was like, "It's me." <laughs> your mom was like, "Out of the way." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so with this young, okay, okay. So there's an there's a male that is on the younger side. He acts as your teacher. Okay, he was like a mentor to you. He helped you. He guided you. You know, um, I just feel like he had issues with breathing. It was really hard for him to breathe. I feel like he had lung issues, um, and he wasn't because he's just saying. Again, this is not the sudden passing. This is a different one. Okay. 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 So he's just showing me. Um, I feel like he either had either. He keeps saying cardiac, cardiac, but it was due to his inability to be able to breathe properly. Hmm. Okay. Um, and then there's the younger male that comes through and he shows me a heart. So I feel like there was a love connection between the two of you at one point. All right. And he shows me sudden passing. He didn't have the opportunity to say goodbye. Oh, shit. Okay. I just got it. But it wasn't January, okay. though. That's okay. Oh, that's but probably Janu- different. Yeah. Back pocket January. That's all. Okay. Um, and so w- which one, the first one or the second one? Uh, so the J and the heart and the unable to breathe and suddenly passing is uh, my friend Jonathan probably is what popped into my head, but he hung himself. Okay. And he was 27. So, so we, we were young- involved, but then there's also, my dad was 32 and he Young. died in an oh. accident, but and and he died in in January, January seventeenth. But I don't know. Seven- it's January seventeenth, yeah. Do you see that double connection? 
Oh, 17th. Oh, interesting. January 17th. Oh, crazy. And then and I have another I, friend that, that passed uh, on January 20th. So I was like, which one is it? All male. All three. Yeah. The three of them. Okay. So I feel like your dad was the first one coming through first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why I'm like, he was like a teacher, almost like a father figure, but he was on the younger side when yeah. he passed. Yeah. 32. Which is young. Yeah. So sudden passing. Okay. And then we have your friend that passed January, excuse me, your other friend that Jay. Yeah. Jay. That passed suddenly. Yes. Couldn't breathe. Couldn't breathe. Yeah. 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 Um, and then there's another one you said. Yeah. There's another one. Another one who also passed in January the 20th. No, yeah. January 20th. Okay. Um, yeah, you just opened up the floodgates and like, everybody's like, hello, hello, hello. Okay. They're all three very, very, very strong personalities too. They are. They are. And I'm wondering if Scout, your mom, when she was saying the three, I wonder if she was acknowledging that there's the three for Danielle too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, connect. So this happens when you have more than one person in a reading. Like, yeah. So it means... It means something to both of you, which is, which is great. Okay. Um, with your dad, he's telling me, he goes, you carry me around with you. And he's talking about having a special tattoo for him. So I don't know if you were thinking about getting a tattoo for him. Well, I have, I got a tattoo for Jonathan. Oh, for Jonathan. But then I also have my dad tattooed on me too. But I covered yeah. both of those up. You covered them? Well, yeah, I had the word dad across the back of my axe. <laughs> funny, funny story. When my dad passed away, I got my first tattoo and it's the Scottish lion. And it's supposed to be like facing a certain direction and it's backwards. Oh my God. And, hilarious. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I hear my dad was like, oh hell no, you're getting a tram stamp. We're going to, we're going to mess with you. Oh you my know? God. So, I should cover that up, but I can't even see it anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you're, it's still there. Still there. It's just covered. <laughs> my dad. My dad had a tattoo um, of my name on him. So that could be. I'm thinking that's a triple connection because when he's talking about special tattoo, mm. so that could be his tattoo. But the fact that he brought it up and I took it as you either getting a tattoo, or you had that's one. Interesting. That's how they identified his body was through his, the, my name on his tattoo. Oh, my God. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Did you know that? No. That's huge validation. Like, that's why he's saying that. Yeah. That's a funny story. He was supposed to go get my name and my mom's name in a heart with, like, a scroll through it. The heart, dude. Oh, a heart. The heart. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. I'm I'm putting your story together. That's what it is. It was a heart on his arm with an arrow through it, and the scroll through is supposed to say Danielle and Fran, and it he came home and he wouldn't tell my mom, but he, he put my first and my middle name instead of her name on there. <laughs> he was in a, he was in a horrible accident. So that's how they uh, were able to identify him from that. And that's why that was the very first thing that he brought up mm. to tattoo. Yeah. That's yeah. Like later on where he's like, Oh yeah. You know, a lot of times in my readings, they may show me, um, they show me what they want really, but a lot of times they may sh- where you have three people coming through, they might identify with how they pass just so you understand who is who. Got it. Right. 
So I feel like that's why dad is showing. He goes, you, you know, you're, you're my little girl. You're right. always going to be my girl. Always. And he just shows me like he used to, when you were little, he used to always carry you around on his hip. Like you just liked mm. being carried. <laughs> and he said, talk about the picture. There's a picture that you have of him and you. And you're like, just looking at him. Like, and I feel like he's holding you and you're just like looking at him. Hmm. So he's acknowledging that. Okay. Um, and so I don't know if that tattoo, he shows me the right hand side right now. So I don't know if the tattoo that you had with him is on your right hand side. Oh, you said it was on, on your butt. Um, but is it on the right cheek or is it like towards Left, about- it's on my left cheek, but his, my tattoo, his tattoo of me is on his right arm. On his right arm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, because he's saying it's on the right hand side. So I think it was for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says she gets signs from me all the time. I don't know. I get that everybody le- doesn't leave me alone. So I'm not sure which one it is. <laughs> they get there. I don't, I don't usually feel my dad that much though. It's usually other people. Well, it goes back to you being a natural empath, too. So when you're a natural empath, you automatically just pick up on signs and you see things, you hear things, and you may, might think you're going crazy, but it's actually you really connecting with spirit. Mm, interesting. Yeah. yeah. They like to show me what they could do from the other side. I'm like, that's cool. Don't they- follow me in the shower and blow on my neck anymore. Thanks. <laughs> exactly. And he just shows me... Um, Okay. Dad's showing me you clearing out a space right now in your house. And what it's else like is new story of my life. <laughs> yes. It's every day, all day. Yes. Cause I don't know if you're like making something like making like an office space, podcast studio, whatever it may it's be. Actually, if literally if I showed you what I just ripped apart my entire office podcast studio space. It's I pulled every fucking thing out of the closets and drawers and it's all sitting in my, in my dining room right now. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. So he's with, just in case you were like, oh. So is he the one with OCD? <laughs> Did I get it from him? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Like, you do something funny with your shoes. Do you have to make sure your shoes are lined up? Or is like one shoe a little bit like when you take your shoes off? Oh, my God. That's take- fucking weird. Yes. I Well, when I'm home, <laughs> all I do is put my shoes. They, everything has to be where it goes. My shoes have to be. That's so weird. I'm always like, why do why do I care that my slippers are perfectly aligned underneath my student my in my closet it's yeah weird. yeah i just so, thought it was yeah, you, ocd oh god you got it from- great okay that's funny i'm not sure if this is dad or one of the other ones coming through but i'm seeing marble reds oh my marble god red. that's fucking crazy that's what he smoked yeah <laughs> and i have a picture of him smoking a marble red i have like four pictures of him and that's one of them and the pack is on the counter and he's sitting like i am right now and he's on this, a stupid phone and there's a pack of marble reds oh my gosh yeah yeah, yeah. he's the only one that smoked marble reds yeah yeah so, that's just another validation of him letting you know even though i'm not here physically i'm still here i still know what's going on Crazy. and um oh my gosh and he's he's showing me it to me it looks like a jean looks like a jean shirt or you have one of his old button up shirts. No, but that's all I wear are jean shirts, right? Scout. Oh, okay. It's pretty that's much my you. uniform. It's her new uniform. Yeah, I brought it with me here. <laughs> right? Yep. Isn't it funny? I same, like I brought the same outfit in different colors. Yeah. But it's Hilarious. the same <laughs> I love it. Yep. It's all about the jean shirt. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't have so- anything of his. 
That's okay. I, maybe again. Oh when wait, you just said- I just remembered something. Yeah, I have a tattoo on my right side of the necklace that he was wearing when he died. Well, bitch, that's it. It's a. It's <laughs> like a charm. That's like Jesus, actually. And I, I took oh. like his charm that he was wearing, and that's the only thing that I had of his was that charm. And then it's not finished. It's kind of mushy. You can see it a little bit. You can't even tell that it's Jesus, but. And oh, then yeah. there's like, then there were two other charms that, and the necklace, the, the chain that you see, that was yeah. the chain that he was wearing. And then there's oh. other, two other charms that were my grandma's too that that I had put on there. Which I'm wondering if that was the original female. That's. The, uh, I feel like she's just letting you know that she's with him. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They like each other now. Exactly. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, it's on the right side. I was like, I don't have tattoos on my right. Yeah, I do. Right? I always forget about this one. I love it. And um, also Peter. Yeah, you said Peter before. That's, I don't know. I? I don't know, Peter. There's a Peter here. Yeah, I was like, at our show, he's like one of our convention manager guys, but I don't know any other Peters. Okay, maybe that's just hold on to it. Okay. Um, but with your friend, I just want to bring up your friend Jay for a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, the um, when he says he passed suddenly, mm-hmm. he goes, he goes, I didn't know what I was doing. I just I didn't know what I was doing, and I'm sorry. And he goes, I miss our conversations because you were the one that I would confide in. You were the one that I could really tell you, tell exactly what was going on in my mind. Yeah, true. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we always wondered if, I always wondered if he was doing it as a stunt or for shock value. um, Because it was so, such a big production. Um, But I know he left a note to his parents. So it wasn't like an accident. It wasn't like like a prank gone wrong, like it was planned. I just didn't believe that for a long time, I think. Right. And and that's why I was just going to say it was like you were shocked, but you weren't. Because yeah. you were like, hey, this. so it really was real. Right, right. Because for a while, I think he just needs the attention. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, and it's, it's funny because I know we just brought up smoking with your dad, but he shows me smoking too. Of course, yeah. Like just he like showed me change. smoke the last time that I, I was – had. I went to a, a medium to connect with him after he had died. And uh, I, I was telling Scout before you hopped on that he got up and started doing things, the medium, that was acting like him. And he was a very, very specific personality. So you would never know that it was him unless you – it was very, very weird. And he – one of the things that he had said was, I'm smoking, I'm smoking, I'm smoking, but I'm not supposed to be smoking. But I'm smoking, but you're not supposed to know I'm smoking. And I said, it's really interesting because right before he died, we had the same um, – voiceover agent innovative and at the time we would go down to in where innovative studios were they had like um, sound booths where we would record our auditions essentially for voiceovers and animation and stuff and you'd go through a file to get your your sides and then you would sign in and then they'd come get you and he had been there before me and I didn't know that he was there and he had put in my file Alan Carr's book on how to stop smoking because I was smoking and he was like we have to quit we have to quit we have to quit and I was, you know, my mid-20s, I was like, I'm fucking quitting smoking. And then I came in and got that book. And I was like, that's like the one thing that I, one of the things I have left from him is this 
fucking book only he would be crazy enough to like leave a book in my folder at fucking innovative you know what I mean like a holla Alan Cars how to stop smoking like you're was nuts um but uh yeah but it's but this other medium that I went to was like he's smoking he's smoking and I was like mm. he's like well he's, he's telling me he's not supposed to be smoking but he started smoking again before he died and then I had confirmed it with another friend of ours that yeah he was smoking again which he didn't want well, me to know because he was such a like you need to quit so yeah he was huge smoking too yep Huge validation for you. Interesting. Both of them in their freaking Marlboros, their cigarettes. Yes. Yeah. Like I just see putting the butts out. Like he keeps on, like, I don't know. I, I feel like you guys would be like sitting outside and then he'd be smoking away and like just putting the butts out. That's what he shows me. Of course. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I never got to write the book that I wanted to write. Because he just shows me writing. So I don't know oh, if he had a script. Uh, yeah, I have yeah. it actually. I have it, and I wanted to. I had asked his parents if I could option it and make it into a movie if they would let me, and they wow. said that they would. Yeah, of course. I don't even know where the fuck it is now, but it was many years ago. But yeah, it was a, a script that he had written that was pretty amazing, and I wanted to do it for him, but then it just never happened. Maybe so should. maybe I should go find it. Yeah. It's about how fucked up our business is. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'll back yeah. that. Interesting. Now I'm gonna go look for it. Right. He shows me the number 27. That's how old he was when he died. Okay. Damn. Yeah, Damn. 27. He was stuck on 27 because all of these big rock stars, musicians, it was like a thing. Like everybody dies at 27, you know, and they commit suicide or overdose. It's always 27. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and he's, he's just such a wise guy. Like he's just like, peace, like peace. I'm done. Like that's what he. It's like, okay, peace, like, I'm out, peace. Pretty much. Like, Interesting. Yeah. He always comes through. He's always been the one to come through. I always wondered, though, I know people are listening to and, and people that are skeptical, I always wonder if we want to find the meaning in what you're saying. You know, like, I want to connect it to something so badly because I'm hoping that person comes through. Like, do you find that there's, that, that people sort of manifest or, I mean, could could those same comments work for somebody else you know like if she was telling you that stuff like it, it wouldn't yeah and what you were telling scout like none of that would ring true to me you know a, a mother figure and wanting to be there and there's always going to be the common denominator common denominators like we said like the 17 you guys both had it the right. three you both right but i find in my gallery readings of like large gallery readings there's always that one person whatever i say it's me like it's i could me. be like Blue, it's me it's right um it's like it's always that one person that just wants it so bad and so that's why i will say okay guys like obviously it could make sense but let's give it a second and mm -hmm. let's try to get more information so we can really focus in on what it was like in your particular situation danielle we we identified that there were three people also well four because your grandmother right but we had to figure out okay which one is who mm -hmm, you know right that's exactly what we, and you, since you've had readings, you understand, like, sometimes it takes a minute. So you were able to just, instead of, like, talking, you just listened and took in the information. And you were able to identify, oh, yes, that one is my dad. Yeah, right. that makes sense. This one's my friend. And then this one is my other friend. And that one's my grandmother. Like, right. because you were able to just, and that's what I'll tell people, just sit with it for a second and let it. Yeah. Don't be like and me. What? What? I don't know. <laughs> you did first time, okay? <laughs> you de-virginized no, me. No, you did everything. You yeah. did 
amazing. And, and that's the thing, as far as messages go, sometimes our loved ones in spirit will talk about what we have going on currently in our lives, because if that's something that you've been like ruminating over and really trying to figure things out, or, you know, I wish my mom was here for my wedding, you know, like it depends on what you personally have going on in your life. And Danielle, I feel like with you, where you've had readings before, you might just be wanting to know, whoops, sorry about that. (laughs) Um, My phone was dying, but, um, you know, you might be just wanting to know, like, I just need some validation to know. Like, I know they're here. They've connected with me, but I just want that validation. Yeah. just like, I, I just want to chat with them for a minute. Yeah, That's exactly. That's all it really is. So you you have a lot of people that come back more than once. Absolutely. That'll yes. be me. <laughs> just FYI. I have friends with people, like, such good friends. Like, my the woman that had the, the child that was um, terminally ill who passed – she was from the Boston area. She moved to South Carolina. And since then, she's like, come to South Carolina. She's recommended me to a lot of people, like a lot of her friends in South Carolina now. Like, so I've built, there's a lot of friendships mm-hmm. that I've built of certain situations, you know, or like some people will say, okay, yeah, like I had this one daughter, not daughter, one um, client who lost her daughter. So every six months she would contact me mm-hmm. and she's like, I just, Susanna again. Yeah. Okay. I talk to her. Yeah. Just to not like she knows like spiritually that she was with her, but there was just certain things like day to day life. Sometimes you just want to share like, oh wait, you went and got a coffee and they got your coffee wrong. Oh my gosh. Like you just <laughs> like, basic like that. But it's still it's something if if they were in your life physically, that's something you'd probably bring up. Like, oh I went to get a coffee today. I was upset. They did my coffee order wrong. Like just it's yeah. this silly but yeah. it's that you know well where's you your go- next tell me where your next where where are you I don't want your phone to die before you, we hear all of your good stuff <laughs> yeah. so where tell me tell okay. us where tell everyone listening where to find you what you've got coming up next all your socials Hopefully all of that your spooky. podcast we'll we'll drop to um to the promoter at spooky to have to a word for yeah. you to have you in I would love it yeah. I would love it um So my website is tiffanyrice.com and I offer private phone readings for people all over the world. You don't have to be in Massachusetts. My events, you, all you have to do is click on the event section. I'm primarily in the Boston area and Rhode Island. And, but like today I'm at Indie PopCon doing a gallery reading. So I do travel and I have a TikTok, which is spirit tip Instagram. I'm spirit tiff. Um, my podcast is we're never truly alone, which is about everyday life with a little touch of spirituality. And I actually just <laughs> today, I found out today, my book is published. Yay! So I have a book, Yay! At, um, 365 messages from your loved ones in spirit. So it's a daily journal of if you're going through grief, it, it's something, it's a journal where for the first year of going through the grieving process, it helps you connect with your loved ones in spirit while you do the work and maybe writing your feelings down and how you're doing that day. Are you, can you get the book? uh, Where's the book available? Is it available anywhere specifically yet? Amazon. Great. Everybody go buy it. Go get it. Subscribe to her YouTube, follow her on Instagram, listen to her podcast, call her for readings. What else? Tiffany Rice. Tiffany Rice is, all you have to do is Google me and that's how you can find me. And I have, um, I have a, jewelry line with dune jewelry where i have three pieces of 
spiritually connected jewelry, which is the cardinal is one piece, angel wing with my trademark, we are never truly alone, mm-hmm. and the chakra. So and I'm designing more pieces. So yeah, there's a lot. There's oh, a lot. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for coming oh, and, thank and you. feeling on morning. I mean, the scout's going to be all fucked up the rest Dude. of the day, but... <laughs> My mother just told me I need to handle that a little bit differently, okay? I'm- yes, listen to your mom, Scout. Listen to your mom. You do, you do. I do react. I just, I just like, ah. Well, you're just a beautiful light, and thank you for, for getting us up this morning and uh, and filling our day with spirituality. Yeah. My hands are sweating, so something is something is coming. Is Something is happening. Um, yeah, that's it guys. Don't forget to, um, happy Tuesday, uh, uh follow us on our Patreon Yes, and, and submit then you your can questions. see our videos, submit your questions. I would love, please. love to hear if any of you guys have had a psychic medium reading and what you've, what you've gotten, uh, out of it, good or bad. I'd love to hear all of that stuff. And, um, yeah, that's it, I guess. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday y'all. Bye. Bye.